right, everybody. This is Jumpin' Jeff, and I'm joined by... Thunderbird Tommy. Oh, and we're here to tell you about the rootinest, tootinest game ever. It's called the Legends of Frontierland Gold Rush at Disneyland in Anaheim. <laughs> the Legends of Frontierland Gold Rush Game Podcast is an unofficial podcast and not affiliated with the Disney Company or the official Legends of Frontierland Gold Rush Interactive Experience. This podcast is presented as subjective information and for entertainment only. Our opinions and thoughts do not reflect those of the Disney Company. And so last episode, we did talk about an introduction to the game. And this time, we're going to talk about getting started. When we got started with this game... It was kind of bumpy. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, we walked from from Adventureland uh, into Frontierland through that side area, you know, yep. just uh, left of the right of the bridge. And we saw the sign for Legends of Frontierland. And we looked at the sign and took some pics, pictures and things like that. And then we were going, well, where do we start? And we started, we walked up to one location and, and that wasn't it. <laughs> and then we walked to another location. Then we, I think we stopped somebody, didn't we? Yeah. We had to stop somebody to, that led us to the right location. And the lady that we finally talked to, nice lady wearing sunglasses, sweating. It was really hot. And I have to tell you, she really did well because she took off her sunglasses and went into her spiel and with the accent and everything. And so she was talking about the rivalry in the town and how there's a gold rush and talked about Big Thunder and the explosion and all this kind of thing. And then she asked us, who do we want to, what side do we want to be on? She says, I'm a Rainbow Ridger. And we're kind of we're kind of the bad guys, but we're misunderstood and we just get, you know, uh, we just get excited, but that's okay. It doesn't make us all bad. Or you can be a frontier lander. And so we chose to be rainbow ridgers. And so we filled out our little name tags, put it on our shirts and started. And she started to talk about the, the land and, and how you could buy property on this board and then she said there's a lot of little things that you can do around the town. And the one thing I'll tell you is if you want to play this game for a long period of time, a hot tip is that you go by City Hall, get a larger button as you're walking in. And then when they give you your name tag, put that on the outside of the button and then pin it to your shirt. If you're an annual pass holder like me or you're going to be there for a number of days, you're, you're going to want that because you don't want to. I, I wouldn't want to have to make another name tag for me. I'll just use the same one I started with, put it on a button. There you go. What do you think, Tony? I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Conserve, conserve those name tags. Sure. And especially, especially when it's hot, you don't want to make, have exactly. them do too much again and again and again. Yeah, get kind of grody. <laughs> so kind of what Tommy mentioned is once we started this game and we walked into Frontierland, we really didn't know what to do. We saw the maps. 
and we saw the different locations. And so we saw the jail. We saw the jail. And just really quick, I don't want to go too far into it, but it's just they really quickly threw these areas up. I don't even remember anything being like closed down. No. It was just uh, they appeared. So kind of an amazing, amazing thing. So the first location, we we were told to go to the trading post, and I'm a little slow, and so I went into the, wait for it, trading post. They had no idea what we were talking about, and we said, we're here to play the Legends of Frontierland game, and they go, I don't know what you're, oh, oh outside, <laughs> and so the trading, the, yeah, the trading post kiosk area is outside of the trading post so don't go inside <laughs> go outside and you're going to see a board with the uh, it's a has all the properties lined out on it and then there's a table it sort of looks like maybe a pin trading table but it's not a pin trading table and that's where for the most part you get started at least that's my experience and according to what I was reading, is the trading post is the place where the frontier landers start. Okay. And but we're Rainbow Ridgers, and I think at the point we came in, they were like, "We don't care what you are. Just what, what right. would you what would you like to be? Rainbow Ridger, Frontierland. We'll we'll find a name tag for you and get you started." So. But And that's the place, the trading post little kiosk area is where you come back to when you want to buy property. So that's a pretty important spot. Let's, let's, let's uh, identify the position of the trading post. The trading okay. post is uh, as you are coming into frontier land it is, it, it, and you pass through the wooden gates, uh, it'll be directly to your right, right. side. Mm -hmm. You'll see a sign on the kiosk says trading post and uh, you won't be able to miss it and there'll be a, a cast member a couple of cast members there and uh, that will be able to help you right there and just remember it's only from 11 a.m to 6 p.m this legends of frontier land game so just keep that in mind if you come there eight o'clock you know where's everything at the board's all covered up no the game is over so i don't think you'd want to play at night anyway it would be no. kind of tough so that trading post area right next to the gates coming into Frontierland, that's the first spot. The second spot is the hideout. Now, what's interesting is the hideout is sort of hidden. <laughs> it's hard to find. And even if you look on the map, we're going to have a, a picture of the map on the show notes so that you can take a look at it. But it's hard to find. It's really... What you have to do is go out from Frontierland toward the rivers of America and then wind to the right. And it's sort of across from the exit of Big Thunder, sort of, next to the rivers of America. That's where this hideout place is. So what what what, it, uh, what is directly in front of it or... To the left of it is a kiosk of fruit, a fruit stand. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so if you see the fruit stand, then look to your right and you'll see an elevated wooded area, mm -hmm. wooded uh, 
stand. Like a wooden, and yeah. There's, and, there, and there's a ramp on it. Yes. And you'll want to go up the ramp, and then you're, there you will find, and you'll make a right-hand turn, and there you will find, quote, the hideout. There's table, chairs, trash cans. People will probably exactly. be eating there, and yeah, there's a map, and there is a little um, chalkboard that there was some message written there. I, I I didn't know what the message was for. But anyhow, that's the hideout. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And probably after all the questions and the answers that the leads got last weekend, I would imagine there's going to be more people at that hideout. So yes. there was no one there that, as far as cast members and directing you and all kind of stuff. So right. it was a well-hidden place. Number three, the telegraph office, which was right outside the Silver Spurs supply shop in Frontierland. And it's right over in the corner. They used to have these stands of little wristbands and different things there. And they took all those out and they put this little telegraph office there. And that's where you would go to get proof of your buying of properties and there's also tasks involving telegraphs and telegraph coming in and going out and that kind of a thing. So that's the third location. The fourth and sort of fifth, but we'll we'll combine them is the sheriff off the sheriff's office and the jail. And that's pretty much in the middle. It's in between the Golden Horseshoe and the outer queue of Big Thunder. So you'll see folks getting in line for Big Thunder over there. But it's in the middle. So And you can't miss it. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss jail. There's jail bars and the sheriff's office there and that kind of a thing. And we won't go into too much depth, but there's sheriffy and jaily things going on there. And we'll... We have a special... <laughs> <laughs> we have a special episode just talking about what goes on in there. And the fifth location is the Golden Horseshoe. And we all know where the Golden Horseshoe is. Billy Hill and the Hillbillies are gone, but the Golden Horseshoe still remains. And inside is a couple of things that you can do and some refreshments. So we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode as well. And the sixth one, and again, Tommy mentioned it in the first episode. And this is an evolving interactive experience so he reminded me of another location there may be more as we go through so just keep in mind so the sixth location is a sh the shooting gallery and there's certain things that you can do at the shooting gallery and things happen in front of it and all that kind of thing so there's six as far as we know right now areas right where you need to go and interact with and go and do certain tasks throughout the game. So, hi everybody. Just like we said, this game is always evolving and changing, and we found another location that's actually not on the map. So, the location is the Thunder Ranch Petting Zoo, and there are two animals there, and one is Billy the Goat, that is the Rainbow Ridge mascot. There's also Clarabelle the cow, which is the Frontierlander mascot. So that's another place that you might be sent to if you're doing tasks here and there. So we wanted to let you know that there was another location as well. 
there is that. And I hope we cleared up some of the confusion that we had the first time through. We talked about kind of setting a, a, setting aside the smartphones and all that. But they are trying to use Twitter in regards to this game because you can type in My Rainbow Ridge and you could talk about your activity with the game or My right. Frontier Land. And you can let Twitter know that you're playing this game. Yeah, my uh, if you look up uh, my Frontierland and the hashtag, you will see me in jail. Right. My wife took a picture of me in jail. <laughs> Tommy, he he broke the law, and the I law know. came and got him. Yes, exactly. And but we'll we'll go into more depth when we talk about the the jail and the sheriff uh, the sheriff's office, but. It's 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 kind of fun. There, there's a lot of real neat kind of things that they add to the the whole experience. But you know, we we kind of mentioned before. I wish there was more clear signage to really point you. Say, start here, go here. Right. And I what I did did notice, and I've read on other people's blogs uh, and their reviews of the game is that uh, the cast members are willing to go out of character. To give you guys give you hints and suggestions of what to do, mm. so that's kind of cool. Yeah. So if you have a question and you you know and you're interacting with a cast member and you're kind of like you know this is your first time playing a live action role role playing game, uh, the cast members will break the rules and go out of character and 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 try to answer your your question rather quickly. So that's kind of cool. And it seems it seems that it seems like this is again a, a, a very uh, uh, a uh, initial. We're at the initial stages of this game, but they're just starting it up. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that you know they want to make sure that everyone's kind of clear of you know what the boundaries are and what they're what they expect to happen. All right. So another thing I wanted to say is have fun with your name. Choose a yeah. fun name. Have a nice western name that's part of what the game is is to not be you and to be really enveloped in this whole story about the rival groups and buying up land and doing all these tasks it's really a rare thing i don't think i've ever played a live action role-playing game ever and I'm a I'm a geek. I'm a sci-fi geek, but I've never played games. I have never played Dungeons and Dragons, and part of that is kind of live action here and there. But I've never done that, and so this is kind of a fun little toe in the water at Disneyland to play this game. So, right, exactly, and you're in a great environment. You know, it's it's already set up to be, you know, Frontierland. And you're in a Western theme environment, so it's kind of cool to have that all available. And of course, you know, have a churro. Yeah. And what I like about it is, and it's somewhat of a joke, is that normally this is a pass through area. You yes. go through this area to go to Big Thunder, you go through this area to go to Pirates of the Caribbean, or go to Haunted Mansion, or go to wherever, and you don't really stop there. And. This is causing people to stop here, at least many annual pass holders and whatever people that hear about it, and really kind of take a look around. You know, Disney is known for the details, 
And as you're playing this game, you you are kind of more, hopefully, more aware of your surroundings and the area and, and all this kind of things. So hopefully, we've kind of helped you along. We've given you more information than we had. We did have some help. I did read on some blogs, as Tommy has done. So we kind of knew sort of what we were getting into, but when you really get started, it's really tough. So we wanted to help you out with our right. getting started tips. And just keep in mind, you're, this is taking away time from standing in line. and But then people don't like to stand in lines anyway, so this might be a lot more fun. <laughs> and you can make wooden bits and gold. So what the heck? There you go. Yeah. So yeah, Something new, something different at Disneyland. Check it out. Absolutely. And it's really... It really is a different kind of an experience than we're used to at Disneyland. In, you know, I was at Disney World, Walt Disney World, last a uh, couple weeks ago, and uh, they have something that's not as similar. Uh, not, not, it's called um, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And they have these cards that you you can get and purchase as well. And you go up to these different places like windows and little uh, hidden kiosks and niches and nooks around the park, and you uh, hold up these cards, and then there's some sort of a- activity that happens in front of that hmm. that window hmm. and, or that niche or nook or something like, something like that. Okay. And um, so I thought that was pretty pretty uh, interesting. Um, the only thing is, is that again, it's. It's it, there's some sort of role playing that goes on there, uh, kind of like like Dungeons and Dragons and things like mm-hmm. that. But uh, you, there's there's no interactive with other people. You know, you're interacting with some a computer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. You know. Uh, so, but this is kind of like this is the next level above, I believe. It's just because it. It is interacting with yeah. You know, it's kind of cool. Is it's using Disneyland sure. as its as its playground, and who else would who wouldn't want to have Disneyland as their playground for a game? Yeah, know? yeah. And and you're you're. It's kind of like Monopoly, Disneyland Monopoly in many ways, a little bit. And it's you're trying to get pieces of you know. Are you going to win and buy the golden horseshoe this time? I don't know. Yeah. What will happen? Mickey dollars without your dollars. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. And our next episode, we're going to be working through the different locations. So we'll go in depth about what each location has, what you can do there, what we understand (laughs) that you need to do there. And again, this is going to be evolving and changing and so we'll be leaving some information on how you can let us know what you find what your experience has been because we want this podcast and the website and all the different places to be an interactive just like the experience we want to hear from you so that we can have a much better podcast with your experiences as well so yeah, look forward to everyone's uh, interactions, and I hope that they uh, reach out to us and and share share with us uh, their experiences and their thoughts and hints and tips. 
Absolutely. So until next time, everybody, this is Jumpin' <laughs> Jumpin' Jumpin' Jeff and, and Thunderbird Tommy. That's right. And we're going to be looking around, doing all the tasks at Legends of Frontierland. And, and if you see us there, say hi. Oh, yeah. If you see us there, say hi. But don't take us to jail, please. <laughs> Just to let everybody know, you can find our website at goldrushgame.info. And we would really appreciate if you would leave comments on this blog post about your experiences. If you found something that was different or if you wanted to add something to the discussion that we were having, please leave a comment on this blog post. We really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Again, this is Jumpin' Jeff Roney. And <laughs> this is Thunderbird Tommy Allison. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. And you can catch Tommy at Diz Geek Podcast and Sweep Spot and a lot of different places around other Disney podcasts. You can catch me at the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. And uh, until next time, see you guys later. Bye.